WABC. One man has a talk show on 77 WABC, and that man's name is... It's Dominic Carter. I am him. And with us now, Dominic Carter. Nice to be with you, Dominic. It gets better. You need to talk to Dominic Carter. It's about to go down. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And good morning, good morning, good Friday morning. Dominic Carter here with you, Talk Radio 77 WABC. Before I get to the topics this morning, I do want to address two issues. Two issues, and then we'll start with the topics. Number one. You may have heard uh, the feature that I did on Tamara Tucci, breast cancer, double mastectomy in Florida. Well, the surgery uh, has been done. It was done um, Monday, Monday, no, Wednesday, excuse me. It was done Wednesday. And I spoke to Tamara uh, this morning. She was able to speak very faintly, and she's very weak. And she's in a lot of pain, but she did reach out this morning, barely able to talk. But she wants everyone to know that she is okay. And also, folks, I am so proud of the WABC family. You folks have raised almost $4,000 for her in a matter of just days. Uh, The GoFundMe page is Breast Cancer Fundraiser for Tamara Tucci. And the surgery has been done. And if you're interested in uh, seeing uh, how Tamara is doing, you can look at my uh, Facebook. You can look at my Twitter, Instagram, X. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Twitter as well, at Dominic TV, at Dominic TV. Facebook and Instagram, Dominic Carter TV. If you go on any of my sites, you will see a photo of Tamara. So the second issue that I want to deal with is one, and and I hope you hear me loud and clear here. If you want a show that's going to play to the bigots, I'm not your guy. If, if you want a show that's about hating people, I'm, I'm not your guy. And I, I'm telling you up front and I, I don't know what some people think, But I want to focus uh, just for a second on a tweet that I received this morning as it relates to one of the regular callers of the program, uh, Marianne. And Marianne, I I hope I don't offend you with this tweet, but I received a tweet this morning from, and I I don't understand how someone can even feel comfortable saying some garbage like this to me. From George Norton, and I don't know if that's his real name. He's done several questionable tweets, and it's at Norton 0829. And so I'm focusing my eyes, and I look, and it says, and I'm quoting verbatim here. Why do, this is him talking to me. Why do you take Marianne's calls? No one can understand her with a heavy accent. She is a lonely old woman that needs someone to talk to, exclamation point. Now, I don't know what makes George think that I'm the type of guy to send some garbage like that to. I don't know what I've done on air 
where he thinks it's comfortable to reach out to me like that? This is the response that I sent him. Your comment is disgusting. I can turn around and say, why do I respond to your disgusting tweets? One more like this, and I'm blocking you. You may not like Marianne's quote, I put heavy accent, but Latino people are Americans too. And how in the hell do you know she is a lonely old woman? I don't I don't know. It, it had me baffled. What am I doing on air that somebody thinks they could send me? You know, I get the daily comments, you know, people trying to spin me, not realizing that I can't be spun. You know, another guy sending me uh, emails to four o'clock in the morning trying to spin me on the uh, Biden stuff with Trump as it relates to uh, the comments uh, and the Hitler stuff and and. Prove it to me that the newspapers are talking about this. I send the guy the article. Also, political is written about written about this, and he goes, "Oh, but 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 they're spinning too." But you told me to send you the article. I did. So this is what I do sometimes when when I'm uh, when I'm not working. But there's a reason why I take Marianne's calls and everybody else's calls. Because whether you like it or not, George, whether you like her heavy accent or or not, she represents New York. There's a reason why I take Rocco's calls. There's a reason why I take the calls from from, uh, White Plains, Uh, even though he and I don't agree on anything. There's a reason why I take the calls from, from all of the different people. We don't have to agree. We can disagree. But here's my point. We do have to respect each other. And I don't know what makes you think, George Norton, that I'm the guy to send that type of garbage to. But if you do it again, you will be blocked. One more time and you will be blocked for life with me. Let's get to the topics. Let's get to the topics this morning. I don't know what's going on, but (laughs) New York City Mayor Eric Adams is blaming rats as the big reason for New Yorkers fleeing the state in droves. You heard what I just said. The mayor is blaming rats. So can you imagine a conversation um, with your girlfriend or or colleagues? You know, I've I've had it with New York and and I'm leaving. Well, well, why why are you leaving? Well, you know, the high taxes, the crime. We could go on and on and on about why you're leaving. I don't think anywhere amongst the conversation ever, ever, ever would be, I'm leaving New York because of the rats. Don't believe me. Don't believe me. Listen to what Mayor Eric Adams has to say. There's a perfect storm of reasons that cities are losing their population. And at one time, you may have lost you know, 20,000 here, 15,000 here. And now when you start to add up all of those dynamics, it's a different uh, way of life. And some people who have children and families uh, decide they want to go to a place uh, where their children can play outdoors, uh, larger green spaces. You want to see animals. You don't, you don't see too many animals, but rats in New York. And so, you know, so they're, they're, there's a combination of, of things. And we're getting rid of those rats, by the way. Huh? Huh, Mr. Mayor? 
people are leaving New York in your world because of rats, you know what, Mr. Mayor? That comment explains a lot. It explains a lot of the way that you see things. Let's go ahead and open up the phone lines. We have a lot of other topics we're going to get to. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. The president of Harvard is in trouble again. And uh, House Republicans are investigating her. And we're also going to deal with this morning, yet again, the issue of transgender athletes competing with biological women. It shouldn't happen. I'm sorry. Those of you that listen to this program, you know that I support gay rights, period. And I take heat for it sometimes on this program, but I'm not going to back down. Those of you that listen to this program, you know that I support the transgender community. Let everybody live. Who is it for you or me or anyone else to judge somebody else's lifestyle? But what's happening now is is not fair to to biological females. It's just not fair. And so we're going to let you hear in a little bit what one NCAA volleyball player is doing. She refuses to remain silent. But we see all of your calls. Let's go ahead and get to some of them. Let's begin with Mo in Brooklyn. Good morning, Mo, on this Friday morning. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. I just uh, felt obligated to call after I heard George Horton's uh, silly comments. And I wanted to say that me and I believe many other New Yorkers love hearing Mariana's uh, phone calls and her voice of reason in this world full of uh, confused people. Well, I, I, Mo, I just don't understand. Maybe you can explain, explain this to me. Maybe you can call me naive. How in the hell do you even feel comfortable to say something like that? It's another guy like Russ, to be honest. Sorry, Russ. I, I enjoy hearing uh, your viewpoint just to remember how crazy some of you out there are. But uh, honestly, I, I, I don't know where he's coming from. I think Marianne usually has a pretty solid point to make. But, I mean, it, it's just... It, it, oh. Mo, thank you. Thank you for the call. Let's go to uh, Pat in Connecticut. Good morning, Pat. You're on Talk hey, Radio Dom. 77 WABC. Dominic, Merry Christmas. Second time Same I Same to you and your family. Go right ahead, please. And uh, I'm, I've been listening to you every night. I'm recovering from uh, septic shock. I was at Yale for five days, so I survived, and I'm on the mend. But We're glad I just to wanna, hear you. I, I, I agree with you on your rant and rave earlier, and like I told you before, in the military, we're all one color, and it's green. And he shouldn't judge Marianne for that because she sounds like a lovely lady. And you're right on, and I consider you a friend, Dominic, for well, all the time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Pat. That's very kind and very nice of you to say. And I hope your health uh, gets better, and I hope that you are okay. Happy holidays and Merry Christmas to you. Nick, I love you, buddy. Love you, too, brother. Thank you. Let's go to Donald in New York City. Good morning, Donald. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hello, Dominic. Hi. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, I think you've got a rocking show. You know, I, I just Thank love you. you're kind of a nuts and bolts kind of a guy. Thank you. And I like that. 
So, but on, on, but relative to your comment about Mayor Adams and and the rats, look, everybody needs a scapegoat, but in in his case, he needs a scape or scape rat. On on the other on the other hand, you can maybe read between the lines, you may be referring to two legged rats. So I don't know. You could you could maybe spell it out. Well, you, you know, you know, Donald. Um, if the mayor didn't have such an obsession with rats, I would agree with you that maybe he meant two-legged rats. But I believe this mayor actually meant rats. And, I, you know, I, I don't know if it's a matter of not being disciplined before he says something. I don't know if it's a matter of saying the first thing that comes to his mind. I don't know if it's a matter of he may really believe that because that, that's how strongly he doesn't like rats. But newsflash, Mr. Mayor and Donald, rats are not the reason why New York City. And you know what, Donald? You're right. Two-legged rats. That's why New York City is going down the drain. Not not the four-legged. And, yes, they, they, yes, they, they scare all of us. And, you know, and they, they look awful. And the, the thought of them crawling on you, you know, it just makes you go, ugh. You know, but, um, you know, the bottom line is... Uh, Mr. Mayor, it, it, it's it's not the four leg four legged rats. Donald, thank you for the call. So I mentioned the issue as it relates to Harvard University and Claudine Gay is in it, in it, in it. Plagiarism, alleged plagiarism, alleged plagiarism. It continues to go on and on and on. And as it relates to the woman that we've been telling you folks about, the professor. She says that 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 was her work was one of the professors that that the work was plagiarized, that Harvard needs to get back towards sanity. And she says sanity begins by getting rid of Dr. Gay. Now, the person you're going to hear is political science professor Dr. Carol Swan. She's formerly of Vanderbilt University, so she's retired. But it's one of her books that um, is allegedly um, allegedly where the work was taken from. And, and this professor says that Dr. Gay should be relieved of duties immediately until the terms are negotiated. So get rid of her now and work out the terms later. If I could speak to Dr. Gay, I would just tell her to step down and resign. And I can also tell you that I have wished her no ill will. I was uh, willing to investigate. And in the case of my own research, there are two things going on here. One is she didn't properly cite me in her dissertation, but her whole career uh, seems to have come out of my book, Black Faces, Black Interests, The Representation of African-Americans in Congress, prize-winning book. And so her articles she doesn't cite me in the literature review. I'm listed in the bibliography. When you build on a work that was considered path-breaking, you at least spend a paragraph or a few sentences addressing the work to refute it or to affirm it. I would argue that her work that got her tenure was derivative of my work and that I was denied citations that I should have gotten uh, because she was not listing me uh, really the contribution that I made to her work that I made to the field. And so that is the, um, 
the uh, professor whose work was plagiarized, allegedly, by by Dr. Gay, the president of Harvard University, and her days are numbered, but Russ in White Plains, surprise, surprise, does not believe so. Good morning, Russ. What's on your mind? Well, good morning, Dominic. This new accusation is made anonymously, and it's part of a deterrent strategy to retaliate, suppress any criticism of Israel war crimes and mass murders, but I think you knew that already, right? Wait, Russ, wait, yeah. you... you... Russ, Russ, are, are you serious? Absolutely, and you know I am, Dominic, and I wait, appreciate wait, okay, your wait, show. Okay, wait, too. wait, wait, Russ. So, Russ, yeah. wait, wait, wait. You're telling me yeah. that Dr. Gay's situation is a smokescreen to get away from the Israel situation? Is right. that what it's you're telling me? It's part of a deterrent strategy to tell anyone who would disagree with Israel, if you don't keep your mouth shut, we're going to dig through your things from 30 years ago, and we're going to use AI to find anything that sounds similar. Listen, 99% of the people who complain about plagiarism wouldn't understand one word this woman says because she's brilliant. And these clowns... Uh, 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 uh. How do you know yeah. she's brilliant? I've looked at what she's writing. You can barely understand okay. it. It's so and, technical. And, 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 and that's open to your interpretation. That doesn't mean she's brilliant. If she's, she's so brilliant, why is she accused of plagiarism? She's accused of plagiarism because they're looking for details, and they keep coming. You know, the new complaint says two sentences in an acknowledgment were copied from another acknowledgment. Don't you think that's thin gruel? It tells no, you I how malevolent. No, 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 I don't. No, I don't. Because there, there's a procedure, Russ, in place when, when you're submitting a dissertation, and you know that. And if yeah. she wasn't guilty, then why is she changing the dissertation years later if she's not guilty? And oh, you know oh wait, 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 updating, changing, same thing. If it was done well, on the up and up, why did she need to change it? You, plagiarism with footnotes is not like plagiarism stealing a whole essay. That's what students get thrown out of school for, stealing another student's whole that's, essay. That's not true. Students yes. get thrown out of school for sometimes taking 20%, 15%. Uh, of someone else's work. You, you can't put an actual number on that, Russ. And you know that. Well, that's for the for the committee of the school to decide, not for me or you. But I want to ask you, when Congress says we're going to take away all the money for these colleges, do you think that's Congress infringing on free speech? When when uh No. No. Okay, so so when they say we're going to uh, start taxing the endowments of schools that don't go along with uh, Israel, and when we start getting rid of federal thank student God. loans, to that thank school, God, thank God, thank uh -huh. God. That's exactly but, what that's exactly what I want them to do next. Okay, when when Congress says no law making infringing freedom of speech, do you think that's infringing freedom of speech that Congress wait, is doing? Wait, wait, Russ, I I thought yeah. I I thought I answered your question. Your question was. Yeah. You, 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 what you want me to say is that dun, 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 it's outrageous that Congress would take money away from institutions of higher learning. No, if you're going to go against Israel the way that Harvard did, you deserve everything that you're getting right now. So because, because, because none of this would have happened if you had protected your students and did the right thing. Period. No, 
student was injured and nobody was hurt, and there's no record of anyone saying killed Jews. That didn't happen. Okay, this is a strategy of retaliation, intimidation, and they say, oh, these Jewish students are intimidated? This woman, Claudine Gay, is supposed to be intimidated, but she'll stand strong against these clowns like oh, really? the fool. Okay, okay yeah. so wait, so wait. So, Russ, what are you going to say when she resigns? She's never going to resign. You know why? Because they got $50 billion. And you know who the chairman is? Penny Britzker. She has plenty of money. They're not going to resign. And you know what? With all these students marching in the street, Harvard's going to have more applications than ever. This is the well, best uh, thing for Harvard. Harvard in years. You're giving out false information. No, it's not. The, you know early, that. the early applications and uh-huh. early admissions are down 15 to 17% for Harvard. So you're directly giving out false information. Okay, so you're saying these early admissions, which have to be in by October 1st, right? Oh, okay, uh, uh, do me a favor, Russ. A simple yeah. Google search will answer your question and reaffirm what I just said to you. Well, let uh, me ask you, Dom. Okay, Sorry, this is the last let me ask you. Then okay. I need to move on. Go ahead. I understand. Thank you. Uh, with all these students in the street and everybody lamenting, oh, the youth of America, their eyes are open about Israel. Don't you think the, uh, the eyes of the youth of America are going to want to go to a university that agrees with them? They're, they're going to be more. This is the best thing for Harvard in decades. It was more about. Russ, now Russ, it's dynamic. Russ, Russ, okay, Russ, thank you, Tom. Russ, thank you know that 90% of these kids out here protesting don't know what the hell they're out there protesting for. Come on, Russ. Be serious. Be serious, Russ. Be serious. Who in their right mind does not want to go to Harvard? Everybody wants to go to Harvard. Except if you're a Jewish student because of all the anti-Semitism that exists there. And that should not be the case for anybody. Christine, Long Island, good morning. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Yes, hi. Good morning, Russ. Um, oh, my Dominic, gosh. Um, Dominic, no, Dominic. it's not for Russ. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> okay, Dominic. it's okay. Um, I was getting so involved in Russ's conversation. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. So if, if, you, were, if you could talk to Russ right now, what would you say? I just think he's not looking at it realistically. You know, there there are so many more people who are against, you know, all of this Hamas stuff where she ended up getting in front of Congress for that, and then later on all this plagiarism came out. Now, how can you have, like, I think there's, a, like, what, two dozen plagiarism? like more, more, more than that. But go ahead, Christine. Right. Like, how do you, like, okay, maybe one people can be wrong, too, but when we're talking more than that, Dominic, that's a bit ludicrous, and you how, how can you not see the forest through the trees? The trees through the forest. I don't know, whatever, I always mess that one up. It's anyway, okay, it's okay. Um, you got it right. So, yeah, so I just think that, you know, I mean, I just think he's so set in his, um, in his beliefs, which all of us can have our own beliefs, and but he just doesn't want to even be open to the idea that he's possibly wrong. And um, I think parents are tired of paying the high tuitions and then seeing the results of what's happening in some of these universities. You know, why why send your child there when there are many other choices? And um, but you know, it's just. Incredible. But what I initially called for is when you had asked the rhetorical question as far as George is concerned, um, you know, you cannot answer bigotry in the sense of he has these bigoted beliefs 
And no matter what you say, and if you stand on your head, Dominic, you will not change those beliefs. You, and, you know what? You know what, Christine? You're right. And and frankly, even Curtis Lewa has had that conversation with me that, right. that I'm not going to be able to change people's opinions. But I, I don't subscribe to that. I believe that I can. And, right. I, and I believe that, and maybe I'm delusional, but mm-hmm. I believe that I can with facts and with reason. But what I'm trying to figure out, Christine, somebody with a bigoted view like that, why in the hell are you contacting me? Right, right. No, absolutely. I mean, it's obvious where you stand. And the thing is, like, why? Are you just antagonistic? Is that where you get off on? Like, why would you do that? You know, and um, like, and does he think he's going to change your feelings about it? You know, like, it's, right. it, it's just ludicrous. And, 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 and you're right. And Christine, to your point, right, obviously I know that Marianne has an accent, right? Mm-hmm. But, sure. I, but I take her call constantly. So, yes. what, so what should that tell people? Right. You know what I'm trying to say? She has very many good, valid points. And, you know, just because she has an accent. But, you know, people like George will not think of it as bigotry until it falls on their doorstep. You are so correct. Are bigoted against them. You and then are so correct. Story. So, um, but, you know, I do appreciate your time, and I wish you a very blessed uh, Christmas and a happy and healthy New Year, Dominic. And same to you and your family, Christine. Thank you for the uh, call. Let's go to Robert in Philadelphia. Good morning, Robert. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Hi, Tom. Hi, Dominic. It's always good to talk to you, man. Um, I, wa- I was just enjoying myself listening, minding my business, just like always, and Russell comes on, okay? Look, man, if he wants to rationalize Hamas's atrocities, that's his business. If he wants to take a historically distorted, what I consider to be ignorant view of Israel, that's his view, too, okay? But he's so convenient in who he decides is a victim or not, okay? What happened to that Jewish student or them Jewish students? Oh, they weren't hurt because they couldn't get to him. That's why they weren't hurt. And he just makes it all okay, okay, because he has his view of things. But when he says, isn't congressman infringing on college's free speech rights <laughs> i'm sorry dominic since when have colleges given a crap about free speech okay they've been discriminating against free speech for decades now and somebody's taking a stand and say we don't want to pay for this and now russell has a problem you know what enjoy your problem russell you know do you man and i'll do me <laughs> but dominic all i can tell you is I have to believe that some semblance of common sense and sanity will prevail when all is said and done. And if I don't talk to you before then, I hope you have an amazing holiday, man. Same right back at you and to your daughter, I believe, that was stationed in the Israel area in the military. She's on the Ford, yeah. Yeah, she's on well, the board. Well, happy holidays to you and your family. Thank you, Robert. Let's go from Philadelphia to Maine. Let's say good morning to Frank. Good morning, Frank. You're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Always a pleasure. Dominic, I have a, I have a story about, uh, quote, unquote, this, this agenda of transgenderism. Um, 
My son, who is now 10 going on 11, wants to be on indoor track. Now, it's not a high school one, obviously. It's like a, it's like a, a, a little kid's, you know, a, a, like a peewee league type of deal. So he goes to the indoor track practice. The coach and the nurse, because he had to get a physical done, asked him if he was a he, him, a she, her, a they, them, or an it, an it. Dominic. Now, 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 whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait a second, Frank. You're joking with me. I am not kidding. Yes, you are. You're you're joking. You're joking. No, I wish I was. I wish I was, Dominic, but I am so livid at this point. I went to that, I went to that coach and I said, how dare you? My son came home crying because he, A, A, my son runs a 14 minute mile. 14-minute mile for his age is pretty good. Um, he didn't make the team. And I said, why didn't he make the team? Well, well, you know, in, on this team, we have inclu- inclusive, inclusive people. And I said, well, I don't understand this. Inclusive people. But my son is, is good. I mean, believe me, Dominic, I would say my son is, he's my son. I love him. And I would stick up for him. But if he didn't run fast, I would tell him not to join track. But he, him, she, her, they, them, or an it. I said, none of the above. (laughs) He's a boy. He's always been a boy. He's been a boy since he was born. Um, Me and and my girlfriend went to the coach. We complained to the the ownership of the the club my son was going to join. Well... They keep on talking about inclusive, inclusive people joining. This is Maine. I got, when I left the New York City public school system way back when, I would say four years ago, roughly four or five years ago, I left for this very reason. It followed me and it followed me up to Bangor. I am done, Dominic. It's so disgusting to me that my son has to be now labeled a he, him, a she, her, a they, them, or an it. I don't even know what it is, but but I think I I, I want to sue. I want to I, I want to I, I know I can't, but I want to sue for something because it just it's just so it's so demoralizing. Well, you, you're you're a better man than me because um, that would be my first instinct. And as soon as I as soon as my son came home, I would be going to a lawyer's office with a retainer fee. And I would sue. Even if I knew that I had a, no chance in hell, I would sue. How dare you ask my child if they're he, him, she, her, or what was the other one? Them, them, it? They, they them, or it. <laughs> wow. You, you know, Dominic, the sad part about this is 20 years ago, if you call somebody a them, they would get upset. And I, I, you, if you say them, what do you mean by them? What do you mean by they? Who's a they? And I remember that distinctly. Any any group would say that. Now it seems like it's just okay. And I don't think anybody likes to be called an it. <laughs> yeah. Frank, Frank, I'm I'm very late for a break. I, I gotta move on. Thank you so much for the call. And happy holidays to you and your family. I'm so sorry that that happened to your son uh trying out for the uh track team. When we come back, we will update you on the situation with a transgender athlete uh, that has literally taken the scholarship of a female athlete. We will be right back.
everybody. On Talk Radio 77 WABC. And we are back on this Friday morning. So, another college athlete is coming forward to claim that transgender athletes are putting women's opportunities in sports at risk. NCAA volleyball player Macy Petty is warning that biological men are taking away scholarship opportunities and pose physical harm to women. This is what she told the Fox Business Channel. Macy, volleyball can be a dangerous sport. I mean, there there are these spikes that that can hurt people. There was a woman uh, player in California, I believe it was, who was hit by a spike by a, a player who identifies as a female but is a biological man. That woman now can't play anymore because of the injury, right? That's exactly right, and it's heartbreaking. We're seeing it from coast to coast. Just last year, we saw something very similar in North Carolina. This is very uncommon for volleyball, but this is what happens when you put men on the court with other female athletes. Have you have you seen that happen? Have you been playing in a game where uh, a player who identifies as a female but is actually a biological man hurts another player? I haven't had to uh, experience the, the trauma of having to see a man just – I mean, hurt a female athlete like that, and then everyone just stand by and watch and let it happen. I have had to play against a male athlete. Thankfully, no injuries occurred, but it was in front of college scouts, and so our scholarships were at risk. Now, folks, why can't we have women's sports and then a category for transgender athletes? I think any reasonable person supports transgender sports. Nothing wrong with it. But you can't have a sport where they're competing against biological women and they have a, a advantage. Case in point, coaches are paid to win. I want you to listen to Miss Petty again, a volleyball player. And they have literally one scholarship has been lost for a female athlete that has gone to a transgender I guess I'm supposed to say female. So uh, uh, a biological female lost her scholarship to a transgender female. Macy, volleyball can be a dangerous sport. I mean, there, there are these spikes that, that can hurt no, people. No, a that, woman, that, that's the, uh, player the, the wrong in one. We want you to hear, we want you to hear the other one. Spike by, the other one. Uh, and, of course, there are... 12 scholarships at, at this one uh, university, and, and one of them is going to be going to a transgender uh, athlete. I mean, it, it really seems like they're eating into women's sports, these, these new rules. They absolutely are, and there's a lot of money in sports. You know that, and um, these coaches, their jobs are dependent on them winning. And so if there's no rules from the NCAA saying that it has to be a female that uh, – occupies this female scholarship spot, then they're going to go out and recruit whoever's going to win. And unfortunately, because of biological advantages, they're going to go out and recruit men. So think about that. Coaches are paid to win. They're going to put transgender women on the court in a female sport. Incredible. You, You cannot make this up. Amy, Weartown, New Jersey. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hi, Dominic. I listen every night. Well, thank you. And thank I, you. Oh, you're welcome. I, I love everything that you, um, 
you stand for. And I was listening to the gentleman that called in from Maine and uh, regarding his son. And I have a friend who has a little boy in third grade. And every year, you know, typical, they get their pictures taken for, you know, the, the new school year. And when uh, the little boy went to go get his picture taken, they asked, what do you identify as? A third grade, these are third graders, Dominic. Wow. Wow. But you know what? Those that want this to happen, they're winning. And the rest of us are losing. Because they are changing the world, whether we like it or not. You know, the the values that that I would dare say a majority of us stand for, that that doesn't, it seems like, Amy, like that doesn't matter anymore. A third grader. Yeah. Yes. And and he he stood there like befuddled and, you know, came home and said, Mom, why would they ask me that? I mean, as saying like the the gentleman from Maine, you know, this poor little boy, of course, isn't as absolutely. I feel so heartbroken for that that gentleman and the, the little boy because, you know, I'm I'm lost of words. But you know, the same goes for the mom. Why would they ask me that? It's unreasonable. I I, I don't know, Dominic. We're, yeah. we're, we're lo- you said we're losing. We no, are losing. No, no doubt about it. No doubt about yeah. it. A third grader uh, shouldn't know anything about sex. All a third grader knows is I'm a boy, she's a girl. Boy, girl. That's it. That's right. it. That's right. it. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Amy, thank you for the call and happy holidays. And thank you for listening. Let's go from New Jersey to North Carolina. Let's say good morning to Don. Good morning, Don. What's on your mind? Good morning. Merry Christmas. Tom. Same to it's you. Same to you. Speaking of fairness. And I, I wish the best for you and yours for the Thank new you. year, too. Thank you. And and to Russ, I would like to say I've always listened to Dr. Henry Kissinger when he was on the airplane, this, uh, air, air, on the airways, despite his accent. And I always enjoyed listening to Dr. Henry Kissinger. Yes. Despite his foreign accent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So That's I don't a good know point. what his, his problem is. What I wanted to talk to you are these unfair prosecutors like Letitia James and, and the judge, I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name, in New York on the Ford case. Is it Erdogan? Um, yeah, I, I believe you have it right. But but go ahead. We all get your point. The Ford case against Giuliani. I mean, against, yeah, so, against Trump. Uh, against Trump. Yeah. The, the charges and, and the judgments in, in that case are so bad and whatnot. Can sanctions or ethics charges be brought up against these the people on the Justice Department, because it's it's very scary for uh, people, uh, you know, facing the court system. What we're seeing is what they call lawfare, whether just the prosecution and the appeal process is bankrupting people and forcing people to take pleas that otherwise would rather have a fair fight in court. But these fights are not fair at all. They're not fair at all, Don. And you, you, you're making a, uh, a very, very valid point. If you stand up, if you stand out and you go against the norm, you're going to have a big legal bill. You're going to have big problems. You're going to be bankrupt and on and on and on. Don, thank you for the wonderful call.
and uh, happy holidays to you and your family. We are going to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter. We're going to go to Mike in South Carolina, Alan Yonkers, Andrew and Stanhope. We'll be right back. These are the Chronicles of Dominic Carter on 77 WABC. New York City Mayor Eric Adams again. Our top story, he's blaming rats as one of the big reasons why New Yorkers are fleeing this state in large numbers. There's a perfect storm of reasons that cities are losing their population. And at one time, you may have lost, you know, 20,000 here, 15,000 here. But now when you start to add up all of those dynamics, it's a different uh, way of life. And some people who have children and families uh, decide they want to go to a place where their children can play outdoors, uh, larger green spaces. You want to see animals. You don't, you don't see too many animals, but rats in New York. And so, you know, so they're, they're, there's a combination of, of things. And we're getting rid of those rats, by the way. Wow. So the mayor also listed the uh, cost of living in COVID-19. But, Mr. Mayor, also on that list, people don't want to walk down the street Uh, And there are nude homeless people uh, doing God knows what. People don't want to be here in New York because they're afraid to ride the subway. And um, God knows what can happen there. Lots of things can happen. And if we don't turn this around, like, for example, this is not your fault, Mr. Mayor. You're against this. The city council passing those bills, right? Solitary confinement. You can limit it. And police officers have to fill out paperwork for any encounter, right? That That's reasons why people don't want to be here, because law and order is out the window. What's up is down. What's down is up. Let's go to Mike in South Carolina. Good morning, Mike. What's on your mind? Good morning, Dominic. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll make it quick like I always do. Um, you know what, Dominic? Uh, first of all, I wish you and your family Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. And, you know, I I can't wrap my mind around this. You played football. I played high level of baseball. Other people play sports. If you're born a female, okay, you want to be a a transgender, well, you know, stay with, you know, female athletes and vice versa with men. If If you are born a male and you want to compete against female or transgender, why? You know, it doesn't make any sense. And I'll tell you, Dominic, um, yeah, shout out to all the good callers. And I like But, but wait, Mike, radio. Mike, Mike, I want to ask you this question because you, you yeah. raised a, raise a very good point, right? Yeah. So if you're a transgender female, right? Right. Why in the world do you want to compete against females? I mean, now, I, I guess in answering my own question, because if you're now a female, you don't want to be seen competing with men. You want to compete with, I guess, people that look like you. But if you have a biological advantage, it's not fair. Hey, Mike, you, you know what, Mike? You know what this noise is? I What's just, that? I just, um, so I'm, I'm diabetic, right? I'm trying to turn this thing down. I, right. Technology doesn't like me. It doesn't like me, man. It just doesn't like me, right? So. 
So, of course, like when we come on the air, you try and turn everything down so it doesn't go off. Yep. And, of course, when you're on the air, everybody wants to call you on your cell phone. So, I, you know, I'm diabetic, and you get these devices you put into your arm. I used to have Libre, right? And everything right. was great with Libre. I could put the phone up to my arm and check my blood sugar level, and then I couldn't have an apple that day because it was too high or it was too low, but at least I knew where I stood. So then the health insurance company, Mike, right, they mail me yep. a new box, right? And now it's Libre 2, right? It's not Libre anymore. It's Libre 2. And this thing beeps. So now it's telling me, right, I'm looking at it, and it says high glucose alarm, right? Now, I don't know. It's telling me to check it. I don't know how it can be high when I haven't checked it, but this thing is going off every minute. And, and, you know, this new Libre, too. So I, I, technology, Mike, just doesn't like me. But please continue with your point. No, you know, my mother, rest her soul, a little over a year ago, she passed 90. She was diabetic, too. But, you know, uh, uh, it, it, that's a conundrum. I know in, in the middle of your live show, and a great show it is. Uh, Thank you. You know, it, it being so, oh, yeah. And I tell it like it is, you know, I tell it like it is. I started listening to talk radio 40 years uh 34 years ago when my daughter was born, Bob Giganti, Bob Grant, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Curtis's mentor. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, I, I look at it as live theater, Dom. I, I like to listen to other people's opinions on certain subjects at hand. And then you got some, you know, uh, theater of the absurd, some loony kazoonies, as Rita call them. And I, I'll leave it at that. But I acknowledge uh, the good callers on your show. And a shout out to Matt for all he's doing, too, behind the scenes. Mm. Um, all right, Dominic. Uh, raise the glass. Salute. And uh, right, right back at you. you, right back at you. Are you working? Thank you, Don. Are you uh, working Sunday night or? Oh, I'll be here my regular shifts and then some other shifts. I'm going to be here quite a bit, and I'm thankful for it because it means that I get to spend time with you folks. Uh, a couple of overnights, I'll be in with uh, Anthony Weiner. Frank is taking a couple of days off. Of course, okay. you know his his little son. He deserves it. I'll be filling in for uh, Brian Kilmeade. I'll be doing the regular show here. You, you, you'll, get, you'll get more than enough of Dominic. Mike, thank you and best wishes for a great uh, holiday uh, weekend and coming up on Monday. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. And so, you know, maybe I'm going to go to Frank and Staten Island, but maybe somebody can show me. I'm one of these guys, right, so they send you these books, right? Like, like for every device, you're going to sit down, for two days and read their manual. Who says that you weren't getting two days of my time to read your manual? So every couple of minutes, this thing is going off, and I don't know. I tried turning it off, and Matt Blaze, I'm going to blame you and Tony. I'm going to blame both of you guys for this because I try to turn this thing off, and it says I put it on vibrate, but you, I try to turn it off. You can't turn it off. So they, Libre 2 has made this so that you can't turn it off. I guess they want to make sure that you're okay <laughs> all, all the time. But don't they know I'm doing a live radio show? I, you need to contact the good people <laughs> at Libre and say, listen, I'm midnight, 1 a.m., Sunday through Friday, or Monday through Friday, midnight. Make sure Libre 2 is on silent. Are There's got to be a way. Are either of you guys diabetic? No, I'm not. No, I'm not. There has to be a way, Donald. To turn that thing off. I'm telling you. Just turn the phone off completely. Just turn it off. But then if I turn it off, I can't see the tweets. Tomato, tomato.
<laughs> one or the other, right, Tony? One, one or the other. Okay, let's go to Frank on Staten Island. Good morning, Frank. What's on your mind? Hey, Jim, good morning. I think I'm going to respond to this Russell character. I've heard him enough on the radio, and I can't take it anymore. I've, I hear him a lot also on WBAI. He gets all his, his information, his left-wing crazy information from WBAI, which is constantly saying so many lies about Israel. They are, not, they are so with the Palestinians, using words like war crimes about Israel. The real war crimes, Russell, come from Hamas on October 7th. Those are the real war crimes, and he better understand that. Another thing, Russell, Daniel Penny is a hero. And he's never going to go to jail. And Claudine Gay, I don't know if she'll resign, but she'll be in the news again and again about this plagiarism. So maybe she will resign just to save face. This is, this is the thing about Russell. He has to understand this. And I want you to understand this, that he gets his information from WBAI, which is spreading so many lies and, and, and scaring a lot of Jewish students that are in college right now. Well, Frank, thank you for the information. But I, I want you to know I have a firm policy of I take everyone's call. So because I could tell you word for word what Russell's going to say before he says it. But I, I, the same way I took your call, I have a firm belief the same way I take Marianne's calls, everyone else's calls. I take everybody's call. Thank you for that, Frank. And happy holidays to you and your family. Andrew and Stanhope, New Jersey. Good morning. What's on your mind? Hey, good morning. I just want to say uh, WBIA, I used to call and debate them, so I have to at least give them credit. For okay, but, but I, I don't want to, okay, <laughs> Andrew, now I want you to think about this. Why would I want to waste my time talking about another radio station? What, I mean, come on, let, let's be serious. Anyway, please go ahead. I just, okay, I let, let's, let's, lady, okay Ma- let's leave it alone with the other radio station. Go right ahead. Marianne, she has a lovely accent, a melodic voice. And it's offensive what the guy tweeted because my wife has a thick accent. She's from Thailand. And uh, it was funny because I could understand Marianne, but she said there were the Nazis, and it took you three times to understand. It did. It did. It did. It did. (laughs) But remember, but remember, but wait, Andrew, but wait, in my defense, remember, I've got on headphones. Producers are talking to me. I'm trying to listen to the callers. I'm trying to watch the clock. I'm trying to watch for breaking news. I'm trying to watch social media. So sometimes it's very difficult. And I'm trying to figure out the next words to come out of my mouth to make sure that they, to make sure that it makes sense. So so there's a lot going on. But but I what I don't understand, Andrew, and I'm gonna give you the final say here, right? If you want to put your bigoted thoughts on Twitter, why the hell are you reaching out to me? Why? I think the reason is that because she makes excellent points. So it's not so much that he's just against her because she has an accent. It's because she's doing so well with her policy points. That's like sticking a thorn in his side. So it's very, it's more impressive that English is her second language. Yet she could call and be so articulate. Just like my wife, when she first started studying medical assistant nursing, she would translate everything into ties, so it's even more impressive. So I think the guy is a bigot, but he's not just motivated by bigotry. He's motivated because she's getting the better of him intellectually, 
and she's doing it in a foreign language, a second language. <laughs> Andrew, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And happy holidays to you and your wife and your family. Let's go to Julie in Washington State. I lived in Washington State in high school for a little bit, Julie. I love hello, Washington hello. State. How are you? Hello. hello, Dominic. I listen to you all the time. Well, thank you. Um, I heard you talking about your meter. Yes, my Libre too. I have I have one of those, and what you do when it does that? Uh huh. Up near the top, it'll say, um, you you press the button near the top that says high glucose. Right. And then you check your blood sugar, and then it oh. then it'll stop. So it's gonna make me check my blood sugar. That's what the point is. Yes, yes, it will make you do that. And then, then you can press that little thing up near the left top, mm-hmm. and and then it'll say check in one hour, check in two hours. Okay, but but Julie, they don't they don't know I'm on the radio, and it shouldn't beep. I know. <laughs> no, they don't. They just no. So Julie, so Julie, they, what what part of Washington State are you in? I I lived in. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with this, a suburb of Seattle. And I played football out there for Meadowdale High School, but I lived in Linwood, and then I lived in Edmonds. And what I used to love to do is that the family I lived with, we would drive from Seattle up to Canada to Vancouver. I don't know if you've ever done that before. And and there was an <laughs> island that we would stop at, which was absolutely beautiful. Yes, that is beautiful. So, so I'm, you've done I'm, the same drive? Yes, I've I've been in that area before. Okay, but I'm I'm way down. Near the Pacific Ocean. Ah, I'm, okay. I'm I'm near Ocean Shores, Washington. And now, like, okay, University of Washington and Washington State. Which one is closer to you? Oh gosh, neither. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm I'm pretty far away from Seattle. Okay, okay. I'm very I'm very far away. I'm um, I'm like two hours to Bremerton and Port Orchard. Wow. Okay. So I, I'm way down on the tip of the coast. Well, thank you. I'm about 16 miles from the big Pacific Ocean. Thank you, Julie, and have a wonderful holiday. Let me go to Sandra real quick before Frank Morano comes on. Good morning, Sandra. What's on your mind? Well, I had two things to say. One, Dominic, when people call on the radio, they are not lonely people. They're people who are highly intelligent. They want to have a good conversation. Thank you. Oh, it's the truth. Thank you. I'm sorry, Sandra. You got 15 more seconds, so please make it quick. Okay, and then I wanted to say I was a swimmer on a swimming team, and I remember on my first meet I was competing with girls who were twice my size. I came in last because they were so much bigger than me. So the bigger you are, the faster you go. So when you're competing with a trans person, I would imagine they're bigger than you. Of course. I I have to step in. I have to step in, Sandra, because Frank is here, and we only have 30 seconds left. Frank Morano, what do you have coming up? Ask Frank anything. Denunciations, Professor Jeffrey Sachs on the Middle East, and will my voice be able to last four hours? Hey, man, your voice sounds like my voice. (laughs) We we both got the sore throat thing going on here. Uh, I'm trying to emulate you, my friend. (laughs) No, the other way around. Frank Morano, the other side of midnight coming up. Have a great weekend, folks. Merry Christmas. I will be back Sunday night at 11 p.m.